0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Defoe scores but Rangers slip to third after a Jordan Jones goal Seals a win for Kilmarnock Celtic's new boys continue their bright start With a convincing win at home to St Mirren And Aki's continue to struggle as Dundee shake things up at the bottom I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson It was a great night last night Gordon for uh, for Scottish football having the league back Um I think at this time of the season We always look to see how the new signings will settle in And having Burke scoring Weir scoring Defoe scoring And then Rangers new signing Jordan Jones scoring the winner um, So much drama last night And terrific Because we've waited three and a half weeks To get back into it uh, And it was great to have our top teams Back in action last night yeah, Just from a, a neutral standpoint Gordon It's just great to see every team play Every team playing at the same time Big games all across the country and all across the table as well. When you look at what happened at the at the top as well as the bottom, it was an important night. Yeah, very important. Uh, top and bottom, Gordon, uh, with St Mirren going to the bottom of the league. Dundee, I don't think anybody fancied them to go to Tynecastle and get a result. Terrific result for Dundee. Motherwell, great result at Fir Park as well. Hamilton struggling, obviously. Aberdeen going there and winning comfortably. But the big talking point tonight, I think, will be obviously Kilmarnock under Steve Clark. You've got to say... Fantastic job he's doing there at Rugby Park Against a Rangers side that Looked out of sorts after Kilmarnock equalised And uh, Celtic new boys have hit the ground running So a lot to talk about Rangers fans, how disappointed were you With the result at Rugby Park? Celtic fans, what impressed you About the new boys in front of goal again? Other winners on the night The likes of Motherwell, of course A big win for them St Johnson continue their good form At the bottom Dundee shake things up Hamilton are struggling St Mirren are struggling Everyone was involved So give us a call right now 0141 951 1025 If you would prefer Twitter We're at Clyde SSB Stephen Gerrard says Rangers never recovered From the mistake made by Joe Worrell For the equaliser And believes it affected the whole team So the Rangers boss says They gifted Kilmarnock two goals and that you can't give a player of Jordan Jones quality uh, the space and time that they did. Difficult one to take, I think. Having started the game so well and having complete control, taking the lead, creating more dangerous opportunities to extend the lead and then obviously a huge mistake and a huge moment in the game that's completely swung the game. Well, give Kilmarnock an opportunity to get back into the game like that, but I think that moment affected the whole team and the whole atmosphere in the ground and we never recovered at all from that. Obviously it's difficult right now But I know when I analyse the game It'll be us having all the ball And us the team that are trying to create stuff Us trying to create them chances But the two big moments in the game That have gone against us We've gifted Kilmarnock Obviously Joe's moments And then obviously a square ball in the second half And we get done with a counter attack We back off Jordan And uh, let him onto his favourite foot And obviously a player of that ability From 20 yards down Is going to punish you Is that sure why you bring Jordan to the club in the summer? Not just that moment I think that would be disrespectful to him He's obviously a good player we've gone for him for a reason you know they, they, Steve set up tonight obviously to try and nullify and then this is on the counter with Jordan's pace and Berg's pace but they, they didn't really have any joy against us in open play Kilmarnock I can't remember a moment where they've killed us with a bit of clever play or a bit of clever movements this is a game that we should have won comfortably but when you give teams two big moments uh, more often than not you get punished so you, you don't deserve to win 
No one does storylines like Scottish football, mm-hmm. Gordon. So Jordan Jones was always going to do something, whether it was get sent off, score a goal, and he clearly did the latter. He was. That's just the way it works in this world. Well, the one thing he was going to do was play because we've had callers on here saying there's absolutely no chance he'll play. It'll be interesting to see if John phones back tonight. Um, I, I agree. The the worrying fact for me with Stephen Gerrard there, and I do agree with him. I watched the game last night. Kamarnock. Are well organised They work very hard Everyone knows their jobs And They beat Rangers And deserve to beat Rangers And that would worry me a little bit I know that um, Rangers went down there Played a different formation I don't think that worked My big surprise was Rangers best Performance and best result Last year Was the last game The 29th of December At Ibrox They were a different class Against Celtic And should have won by More than one goal He goes down to Rugby Park and he changes his formation And three changes Obviously uh, Golson at the back was injured But Candice I thought has been playing terrific Kent on the flanks I just thought Rangers After Kilmarnock come back into the game With a mistake from Worrell I thought they looked out of sorts And it, it was quite the mistake from Joe Worrell I don't yeah. think you can You can sugarcoat that one Mark Wilson No you can't uh, I really don't know what he was thinking Cotton about five different minds there I think And you know, for a player coming up from down south with quite a hefty price tag on his head, you expect better. But, the, uh, you know, listen to Stephen Gerrard there saying, Kilmarnock, you know, they didn't really bother us, didn't really cut us open with any clever play. Well, they didn't have to. They scored two goals, so they did bother you in open play because they scored two goals and beat you. And I'm saying, well, we didn't really recover after that mistake by Joe Worrell. That was in 22 minutes. Now, if Rangers have any aspirations of winning the league, they have to recover from blows like that Bows like losing a goal Losing a man They have to be strong enough They had You know Another 70 minutes To recover In that game And a half time That he had his uh, He had his tactical team talk So Rangers have to be stronger If they have any ambitions Of winning the league Tommy is a Celtic fan Hanging on the line Let's first speak to Billy A Rangers fan from Erskine uh, Sum up how you're feeling After last night Billy Hi guys uh, Hi Mark uh, Hi is it, Who else is in the studio? Gordon Hi Gordon, sorry Gordon No problem Billy Right, I'm actually a Rangers fan as you probably guessed I was at the game last night and I'm absolutely devastated Absolutely devastated, I'm angry, I'm devastated It was that bad I actually had to take the day off work today That's how bad it was <laughs> Couldn't even face the world, it was horrendous uh, The boy Jones I hope your boss uh, isn't listening Billy hmm. so, Sorry? I hope your boss isn't listening <laughs> I hope no, I hope no uh, But, uh, oh. He's not your talking, but he actually does listen to this, so hopefully uh, he doesn't hear. <laughs> so, no, just, just my point is, I was, I was watching the boy Jones last night quite closely, and the, the way he celebrated, it was, it was a joke. It was an absolute joke. That's a guy signing for Rangers, apparently. Uh, well, he is signing for Rangers, and he's, he's gritting his teeth, and he was, it was, just, it was just a, a joy in his face. I just couldn't accept that being a Rangers fan. It was absolutely horrible, absolutely horrible. I don't know... If you guys seen the the delight in his eyes and the just the passion in his face, it was it was horrendous. I thought he'd have scored against Celtic. It was it was horrendous. Billy, what do you guys I, think about that? Billy, um, now I know why you took a day off work. I think you're way off the mark with that. I think he's quite entitled to celebrate. Yes, he's going to be a Rangers player at the end of the season. Kamarnock pays wages. Kamarnock play him. He's a Kamarnock player just now. And he celebrated and went over and really thanked Stevie Clark, who's manager, who's been terrific with him and gave him all the backing. Because I watched him 
And Saturday And there was a lot of booze Round about the stadium For Kilmarnock supporters The boys had to go uh, through a lot He's a professional footballer So why not celebrate a goal? What do you want him to do? Start crying? Because well, he scored against he's, he's an employee of Kilmarnock Football Club just now Gordon He should have went over and thanked Stevie G What for? For the, for the contract He shouldn't have went over and Absolute nonsense Billy Why? Why would they go over and thank Stevie, Cl- uh, Stevie uh, Gerrard? Why would he they do that? A, he just signed a contract with Angels and He becomes a Rangers player in the summer He's not a Rangers player just now He's quite right in celebrating the lad plays with Kilmarnock. What about the Kilmarnock supporters that go there and have a, a right to pay their money to say, I want my, the players to give 100%? The lad gave 100%, got the winning goal. What, go over and celebrate with the Rangers manager? Billy, not for me. All right, okay. Take your point, Gordon, I take your point. But I just, it's, I'm, paying a good, I'm paying a lot of money to go and see my team. And I want to see players that want to play for Rangers. That guy wants to play for. He wants to play for Celtic. He wants, he to, wants play to play for, for Celtic. Celtic. The way the way he was acting last night, Billy. See, to be honest, I, I'd be if I was a Rangers fan, I wouldn't be annoyed that Jordan Jones. You know, although he scores a winner, you know he's a he's a player who's still trying to impress and impress until the end of the season, so he can get in the first team. I'd and be so annoyed he can go at the to Rangers in good form. Exactly. I'd be annoyed at the players and the Rangers side. Guys like Joe Worrell Who made a mistake And you The second goal You can point your finger I think about three or four Rangers players Who You know Macaulay backed off Kent gave the ball away McGregor should have saved it You know And The four scores a goal Was probably anonymous For the 70 odd minutes He was on Apart from that I'd be Annoyed more at them Than a guy who's come To the team Who scored the winner Yeah Billy What did you make of the performance Overall then Jordan Jones aside I thought obviously I thought he did avoid the foe. I thought I know he scored a goal, but I wasn't impressed at all. I remember watching him years ago, and I thought, what, what a player! But it looks as if he's he's completely finished. To be honest with you, it looks as if he's finished. I mean, it's only one game, Gordon. Yeah, um, maybe the the a bit part- premature. The partnership, you're right. It's one game. Let's not get carried away. But it's an important game because you, if you're going to try and and win the title. And Kilmarnock are going great guns just now They're terrific under Steve Clark But you've got to go and win these games These are the games you've got to go and win They didn't look a, a good partnership With Morelos and Defoe I think just looking at them They were too far apart He scored his goal He's here He scored goals But contributed absolutely nothing after that Absolutely nothing But you get back to what you said Gordon It's one game You know it needs time And you know it's a difficult place to go uh, it was a hard opening game for him But I don't think the foes just the one I, I, I looked at Rangers last night I do not think And I've said it And I've had an argument with Mark about this I do not think you can win a league With the centre-backs that Rangers have got uh, Thanks to Billy and Erskine Hope you make it to work tomorrow Billy, hope you're back on the uh, back on the mend Brendan Rodgers was delighted with his League debutants as Celtic moved the point clear at the top It was a 4-0 win against St Mirren Oliver Burke got two Timothy Weir came off the bench to score for the second game in succession uh, Rogers said it was a joy to watch I thought that our first game back at the weekend was was a good performance and I think the mark of the the, the good teams is that they can go into their next game albeit midweek and perform better and I thought tonight I really enjoyed watching watching the game watching how we played um, and not easy against you know a team that's very compact and very tight but I thought firstly our pressing was very good 
you know, works ever so hard as a team and players were very synchronised and, and getting the ball back. So, so that was pleasing and led to some of our goals. And, uh, and I thought the quality of our game was, was very, very good, very creative, lots of short passes, playing quickly and, uh, and scored very good goals. So it was pleasing. Oliver getting his first goals for the club. Timothy coming on, young Ewan Henderson, uh, who I believe is a big talent, just needs maturation and experience and continually working on his pressing in the game. But you see with his pass, beautiful pass, and uh, allows Timothy to finish. So it was, uh, yeah, it was really good to watch. You were there, Mark Wilson. What did you make of it? Yeah, Celtic were very good last night. Um, St Mirren came and tried to make it difficult, the old 4-5-1 formation, but didn't really turn up. But I thought Celtic, once you get into their stride after the first probably about 10 minutes, they passed the ball very well. The The pace that they played it was far too much for St Mirren. I wondered about Oli Burke playing through the middle. I wondered, you know, would Celtic get the best out of him against a compact team? You know, because they weren't really allowed to use his pace that much. But he came in and linked up brilliantly lovely little one touch passes with McGregor and Christie and guys like that thought Scott Sinclair was very good tied McGinn in knots at times won the penalty put it away so all in all I think it was a very good night um, and the signings looked strong I, I think Timothy Weir now I know we've only seen him for two substitute appearances but what I saw of him last night looked very very promising I mean very enthusiastic always looking to go in behind I mean bags of pace and he's finishing Doesn't look to take too many touches As soon as he sees the goal One touch finish You know And he's, he's scored two goals already So Very promising signs Early on for the Celtic signs Yeah the, I've, I've only seen the highlights Gordon obviously I wasn't there um, But They look very good You've got to say Against a poor St Mirren side Let's not get carried away um, And everybody was expecting Celtic to win But the Signings Especially Burke Um you know, big question marks, can he play through the middle? Well, he showed last night, he, he can, um, scoring the two goals. I, I like the look he wear, I really do. I think that I'd like to see him over the 90 minutes. I'm, I'm going on Saturday to Celtic Hamilton for uh, scoreboard and I really hope that he's playing. I'd like to see the boy because I think he's got everything in his locker. Tommy's a Celtic fan from Livingston. What did you make of it last night, Tommy? Uh, how you doing, guys? Right? Yeah, good. Uh, just a quick one First of all To, to Billy there uh, Listening to that <laughs> I can't quite get my head around that um, Rangers could have signed Jordan Jones probably In the January window there If they paid the money for him And got him before on the, Instead of the pre-contract there But Stephen Gerrard came out Before the game And said Jordan Jones is the enemy um, And the way I'd be looking at it Is He scored against these But That's exactly what Rangers Are going to get That boy was under Some amount of pressure last night And To come out and do What he done last night Brilliant, and that's what Rangers are going to get to signing him. So, the comments to Billy there, I, I just can't. I think he's still hurting, um, and if he's not in the right place, definitely. Because that's oh, can't get my head around that. <laughs> he's not in the right place. I, I, think, he's I, think, not his I think the celebration to, to a lot of people, not everyone, like, it did look just like a sort of outpouring of support for Stevie Clark, didn't it? Was, it? That, was, that was the point for the wasted Because man. Tommy's right, the amount of pressure he, he was under was incredible from the fans, and Stevie Clark backed him publicly mm. and put his neck on the line. So he was quite right to do it. What about your own team last night, Tommy? Um, I, I, was, I was at the game last night, um, and to be fair, um, the new guys they've, they've hit the ground running. Um, my point was, is, in the last few months there, been a lot of things Rangers challenging for the title um, they've improved they've improved and I totally looked at it a different way I, I, I don't think they've improved I know what they've done in the Europa League um, they still didn't qualify but 
I think Celtic have just been terrible this season um, and it's gave Rangers a chance to come back in teams like Kamarnik and Aberdeen's um, and I genuinely think we'll kick on now and we'll run away with the league. Um, I think by mid-February we'll be at least 12 to 15 points ahead of them because pff, last night just for me showed Celtic have won countless leagues by coming back in the last minute and scoring last minute goals um, games last year against Rangers when they're doing 10 men and that's it. That's what it takes to win a league. And Rangers mm. do not have what it takes to win the league. And I just, I just, they're shocking. They're terrible. And they'll struggle against teams like your Hamilton's and that away because they, they just can't handle the pressure. Um, I just wanted to, to know what the guys thought about, about that. Tommy may well be right in, in the fullness of time, but let's not forget what that fixture was last night. That's Kilmarnock at home. That's, that's what they do. It's what they did to Celtic yeah. earlier this season as well. Yeah, and Rangers' uh, record down at Rugby Park isn't that great, Gordon. And especially against Stevie Clark just now. Uh, he seems to have uh, the hold over Like say Rangers and Celtic He gets results He's not frightened He just sets out his team Everyone knows their jobs That was a difficult Difficult fixture for Rangers And it showed last night I think that The biggest mistake Rangers made was I think the formation was wrong And it's okay after the event But I keep going back to Their best performance Was against The team that's leading The, the table At Ibrox they played a different formation with Candais and Kent on the wide areas and really they were terrific that day and he changed it around to get De- uh, Davis and Defoe into the side mm. and I think it backfired. Right, I really want to tell you about this before we move on because this is important. How would you like an extra £5,000? Now of all the months that we could give you and I'm sure you would take it at any time of the year but January, it feels like the longest month ever. You're waiting for payday well. You could be £5,000 better off on Clyde One's five grand January bonus. It could be you tomorrow morning. And to give you our very own January sale offer, we're giving you two for one on the entries, so you get one free entry for every normal entry. And it could not be simpler. Text the word YES to 61025. That's YES to 61025. You only have until tomorrow. You might as well go and do it right now. And you can only enter if you've got a G, M, L, P, A, K, A or F, K in your postcode. The lines close at 9am tomorrow. A winner... Uh, will be chosen at random. The text costs two pounds. T's and C's and online entry are at Clyde1.com. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims for 40 years. Gordon Deal and Mark Wilson are here. Give us a call or tweet at Clyde SSB. Fraggle has done just that. He says Gerard's to blame for the defeat. Inexperienced tactical decisions cost us the game. Um, another one from Lewis McInnes though He's feeling a bit more optimistic He says the league is far from over One game can change the top of the table in the blink of an eye But last night was a disaster He echoes it as well He says Gerard needs to take the blame He said the jersey's theirs to lose after the old firm So why change it? Davis and Defoe need to earn their place Agree um, I yeah, said it. you agree with that? Yeah Yeah, why not? Not play your best players Well, Mark Put it this way After the Celtic game and say for instance it wasn't a winter break The same 11 fit with a Saturday night's game Guaranteed Guaranteed the way they played That's well, the performance and result if, of the if, season isn't it? If yeah. Gerard played the same 11 last night And got the same result He would be getting hammered for not playing Davis and Defoe No he wouldn't Not yeah, at all I would Not yeah, at all the, because yeah, but People that are arguing that are assuming that by playing the same 11 They would have got the result That's the whole point of it surely Well we don't know that Gordon But I just looked at the he tried the diamond shape on Sunday, I think, for 45 minutes. I don't think that's enough time mm. to work on to go to a place like Kilmarnock. That's okay if you're at home at Ibrox against one of the bottom sides in the division. 
You're playing Kilmarnock mm. who are sitting right up there with you. I think that was a wrong decision. Let's hear a bit more from some of the managers. Uh, Brendan Rodgers confirming that Ukrainian international Marian Shved is set to join the club, uh, but Rodgers insists the 21-year-old winger is one for the future. The club have been in contact with these representatives, and I think he's he's one that is is a player for the future, <coughs> talented young player. So I think that the they will look to get the deal done on him, and then he'll probably uh, be out on loan, and then. And in the summer, I haven't seen a great deal of them. To be honest, I think the uh, it's it's something that it came to the club and uh, through circumstance, and uh, he's been watched and, and looked at. I can't sit and say I know a great deal about him, but uh, but what I have seen, he is a talent. Listen, we've got about a million wingers. We don't need another one. Uh, so, uh, but he is a talent that, uh, that probably in the summer we'll we'll lose wingers and. And then he'll look to come in Well Like Brendan Rogers says there Doesn't it look like He's going to be someone That will affect The, the run into the, the The title But It's the way Celtic do business You know Their scouting department uh, Transfers run deeper Than just the manager And Peter Lowell The scouting department Will be looking at players over Overseas constantly And they've obviously Recognised something In this kid So it may be one for next season or the season after, as Brendan Rogers says. Mark is right. The way clubs are certainly big clubs are structured these days, Gordon. It, it shouldn't come as a surprise, but but it kind of does because we're setting our ways, and you just don't hear many managers talking about a player who's coming and saying, "I haven't seen a lot of them." You, you just don't you just don't hear it, and, and that's what we got last night. I, th- I think if you go down south into the big league in the English Premier League, Gordon, uh, you know, with the top clubs, you'll find that. But I think with the fact that everybody expects Brendan Rogers. With the track record he's got at Celtic to be in control of everything. And it's 1.5 million they're talking about. Whether that's right or wrong, you know, that's reported that it's 1.5 million. It's a lot of money, but Mark said there about the recruitment. And Brendan Rogers has come out admittedly and said, Don't know a lot about the lad. He'll be put back out and loan. I've got a million wingers. So it shows you he's definitely one for the future because Brendan Rogers doesn't want another winger. It's what Lee Congerton's been brought to the club for because Brendan Rogers got enough stress, you know. Picking targets that will affect the team just now And getting the team out in the park So guys like Lee Conger and the scouting team That's their job to take the pressure Off Brendan Rodgers and get guys in for the future Stevie's a Celtic fan in Barheads What impressed you most about last night Stevie? I don't know about last night But that first caller impressed me That was brilliant That was the best caller I've heard in a long time yeah. Probably going to get another people coming up But the <laughs> only credit that guy got The only thing he said to the season Was forgetting who Gordon Dale was At the beginning of <laughs> this is true We try and forget him sometimes yeah, Stevie thanks. But he keeps coming back Thanks Stevie Hey worries Gordon um, I uh, Timothy Weir Is he one that's on your mind? What's that sorry? Timothy Weir What did you make of him? Yeah Yeah Obviously not seen A lot of him He's a couple of cameo appearances But um, I think it's more telling What some of the guys Who have spent time with him Both On the training pitch And the uh, coaches And guys that are around the club um, everybody seems to be really taken with them I think it was Simon Donnelly I heard yesterday uh, who's, who's obviously spent some time with them he's been Celtic as well he, he seems to have really come in and blown everybody away what I was thinking is obviously it's very early days but um, you know would Celtic potentially be already thinking about you know getting this guy in and a, and a permanent deal maybe towards the end of the season or extending his loan deal I know a lot of it is out, out with Celtic's hands but um, he seems to talk very passionately, passionately about the club and he's certainly saying all the right things mm. um, 
Kenny find out with a lot of people. I mean, I'm, I'm sure when Edward came on, though, probably in the back of his mind, he wasn't really thinking about joining himself permanently, but he came, he, he did really well. The fans took to him, he took to the fans. And before you put, okay, they're shelled out 9 million quid for him, but um, now he's a Celtic player and an asset, and I've no doubt that he stays injury free in a year or two. Let me put it to the guys then, Stephen, and see what they think. Mark, I think perhaps what, what Celtic want and, and what the finances say maybe two different things here. I think PSG yeah. extended his contract, um, and it is very early days, but what do you make of Stevie's mm, point overall? I'm not sure if PSG will be as willing to let Timothy Weah go um, if he has a successful loan spell at Celtic than as they were Edward. Um, I, you know, he's, he's already been involved in the first team early on in the season, scored a couple of goals with PSG's first team and obviously he fell out the side because he's got probably three of the best in the world playing ahead of him. So it's quite right to send him out on one. But as early days, I, I mean, it's a two-way thing as well because, you know, he, he started these games brilliantly when he's come on. He scored goals and the crowd have really taken to him. Looks enthusiastic, like I said. You know, every time he got fouled last night, he just bounced up again and... And jogged into position And he was always You know Looking for the ball So he looks great But I mean You see how quickly Things like that can fade So it's very early doors And You know As as the season goes on Then you get a better idea of it. But I reckon if PSG Or Celtic Were looking to buy him I think it'd be Higher than The 9 million If he was a success I think PSG will have high hopes For this boy Stevie just something We were talking about On last night's show I'm keen to get your thoughts As a Celtic fan Scott Bain Kept his place in goal uh, Craig Gordon wasn't injured Scott Bain played Is that something You can see Continuing? I heard, I heard that chat last night Actually that's an interesting one um, I like Bain I don't, I don't think he's He's got a, a wrong So to speak Whenever he's been called upon um, Gordon I don't know Gordon's had a funny time With Celtic His first season He was, he was fantastic um, Second Season he, Form dipped a wee bit, and then when um, the Greeks came in, and his place was under threat, he, he got back the team, and he, he could pull his socks up a wee bit. For me, I think uh, I know goalkeepers have a longer, a long career than an outfield player. So I mean, Gordon's probably got a good few years left in him, but I don't see any reason why why Scott Bain shouldn't be or, or couldn't be pushing for that number one spot. I mean. Um, it was unfortunate that we didn't make a couple of mistakes And then, you know, that sometimes they're out in the rear It's the only position where every mistake is, is magnified It's pretty unfair in that respect But, you know, Scott Bain must, in my opinion Scott Bain must have put aspirations of becoming number one In the not too distant future Yeah, I certainly think, uh, Stevie, that he's pushing for a number one jersey But uh, if it was, no disrespect, St Myrne And obviously get Hamilton at the weekend um, I think if it was the, the big games at Craig Gordon I think Craig Gordon's still number one how long, But how long does that go on for? Because I, 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 think I, I, I don't disagree But mm-hmm. say Scott Bain keeps a clean sheet every time Until, and it's hypothetical Until a so-called big game comes along Would he all of a sudden pull him out and put Craig Gordon um, back in? Probably probably not Gordon But it goes on as long as Brendan Rodgers feels that he, you know He's the man for the, the job But I just think that if you were playing your, your most important game on Saturday, I think you play your best goalkeeper, who I think is Craig Gordon at this moment in time. Quickly, Mark, we've got a lot to cover, but your thoughts on that? I think Scott Bain is edging closer to becoming the number one. Uh, I think. But who's the number one? I now? think Craig Gordon's a fantastic goalie, mm. but I think Scott Bain isn't far away. Who's and the number saying, one just now? 
Craig Gordon There you go then That's it Move uh, on James is a Rangers fan until <laughs> right He's actually dead in That's the number one James His points are rubbish <laughs> James and Dorai wants to talk about Should Rangers have played the same team As they did in the Celtic game So we'll get to James in a second Let's hear Stephen Gerrard's thoughts On that topic there was a temptation but then if we lose the game then it's like well that might have been predictable and they've had so much time to work on that people will look at the formation and, and the personnel today and blame me which they can it's no problem but if we don't gift Kilmarnock two gifts tonight we win the game and then people are saying oh, well done for changing the system and blah 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 that's football so we'll accept that does it feel like you've undone some of the good work from the Derby? I think so We got a lot of praise From the derby All over the pitch I said on the day I thought We won every single Key individual battle uh, I'm struggling to Find one of them Tonight So we deserve the criticism And we have to suck the pain up For, for the coming days Until we can react At the weekend And we deserve that But it's even more painful Because The opening 15-20 minutes We had so much Control of the game And we looked so good And then One moment Had a huge effect on us That's the concern Jermaine gets his goal That's what he does That's what he will do yeah, I'm sure he's going to go on and score score many more him and Stephen will get better and sharper and fitter you know I have to be careful on their load at the moment because they haven't played much football but for the first 15-20 minutes as a team we look fantastic and then from that moment when we've gifted them a get back in the game we, we didn't look like the team from the opening period of the game James isn't the right what do you make of that explanation James? Well no disrespect to Mr Gerard, but I, I disagree with him totally uh, the first 15-20 minutes, I thought we just looked like a normal team and we were passing the ball uh, between our halfway line our own 18-yard box and basically going nowhere. But uh, I, I just what bothers me is you got a guy like Candias and a guy like McCrory sitting on the bench beating Celtic just before Christmas. The whole team's on a high. Every Rangers sport is on a high. We're looking forward to the game against Kilmarnock and all of a sudden we're way down... Uh, in the dumps again. I didn't even watch the interviews after the game last night. I was so disappointed on the way we played. No, I got no problem bringing Defoe and Davis in, but I still feel that Davis isn't better than anything we have in the middle of the park. And for me, and I've managed at every at every level, well, not every level, quite almost every level, uh, over a thousand games, and I would never ever have started two new players, because I feel it puts the heads down for guys like Candias and guys like McCrory, because now they say, well, what did I do to deserve to be sitting on the bench? They could have bled Defoe in, they could have bled Davis in, maybe if they went up 2 nothing, if uh, Morales would have scored that second goal, and then changed the formation to see how it went. But when you've got something going and it's working, why fix it? It's not broken. Well, you know my point uh, view on it, Gordon. I thought that he got it wrong. Um, I was very surprised that Candace was left out. I thought that Ibrox and he just his delivery, his work rate, everything about him. He's got a good partnership there. The diamond with Kent just playing at the top of the diamond didn't seem to work because there was, you know, I think it's suited Kilmarnock now. The Rangers manager said that if he'd played the same team, the same system, Kilmarnock would have had time to work on it. Right But I don't think he's had that much time To work on his formation So why not stick to what You tried before against Celtic And worked very, very well for you It's successful I would assume And having not been there I don't know for sure But surely that's what, what Tenerife was all three, about then Three and a half weeks to work on it 
Yeah, but and and he knew the, Davis was coming in. He, I'm pretty sure Stephen Gerrard knew Defoe was coming in. I, I don't think that would have been sprung on him. And then he, oh, Jim Rean Defoe's here. He's done early, and they tr- done early. Went away with. So, but how can he not have time match, to work? His that? match time was 45 minutes on Sunday against Helsinki. Right, yeah. he, he he worked on it for 45. You're talking about tra- training. Working on is completely different from playing the game because you can set up your your reserve team. Against your diamond uh, But you don't know What Stevie Clark's going to do So All of a sudden On the night And I, I thought Rangers looked a bit Uncomfortable with it What I'm saying Stephen is Stephen Parks on Twitter He says Gordon keeps going on About Jer's defence It was our midfield That was at fault Arfield and Davis Were non-existent Well Okay Right So it was the midfield Warrell Gets caught for the first goal The second goal Kent gives the ball away Jones is still a lot to do Macaulay, because of his lack of pace, drops off, drops off, drops off, lets him shoot, and the goalkeeper, really, with his quality, should save it. How do you blame the midfield for that? All right, thank you to James, Rangers fan, and the right keep those calls coming. Very busy tonight. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. We're going to hear from a man who's a former Kilmarnock manager and a former Rangers captain. This is like the worst who am I ever um, But he's clearly well placed to talk about last night's game And he's got a new job We'll hear from him after the travel with Amber Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Get the result you deserve Talk to Thompson's.com It is Mark Wilson and Gordon DL Here with me Gordon Duncan And tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Scotty's on Twitter at Clyde SSB He says if Weah has a successful loan spell PSG will let him stay with Celtic next season too I've been saying Scott Bain Should be ahead of Craig Gordon Bain has everything Brendan Rodgers Is looking for in a goalkeeper Uh, Well well, well, I've got you on actually Gordon Um, It's no secret you and I are from the same part of the world I heard a rumour this morning And you, you hear the rumour? You can correct me Do you know the way these things start? <laughs> His heart starts no. racing when you hit, say Ooh, that down. But it's obviously quite cold out there You were spotted <laughs> You know it's coming so it's true Yeah You were what? spotted I, uh... Slipping the full length of yourself And down on an icy car park this morning Is it true? Yeah Yeah it was very <laughs> much true Yeah I mean, <laughs> My good friend Marco was standing Killing himself laughing on the phone uh, I got out my car The ice And I just I nearly went under a car <laughs> Do you know one of the ones I'm thinking to have been there. How I'm much can we raise For Cash for Kids To Mark, release that video If it exists CCTV Mark, somewhere Mark, Honestly I'm going I hope nobody's seen this Right And I turned around And there were two or three Having a wee And did giggle. you bounce straight back up I That's couldn't always... I was in agony I still am <laughs> He's getting old Yeah I'm sure there's an outpouring Of sympathy across Glasgow In the west Unlikely 01419511025 In the phones Alan is a Comarnock fan From Stewarton Alan he must be a happy man today. Uh, hi, good evening to, to Gordon's and Mark. How you doing? Good, thanks. Um, good evening. I've, uh, I'm just driving back down from uh, Glasgow from work to deepest, darkest air, sir. Hopefully I don't lose my mobile signal because uh, it's bad enough we don't get electricity doing our way, but a mobile signal is <laughs> also hard to find. Fingers crossed, um, Alan. Last night, last night was just absolutely brilliant. Um, I've listened to Super Scoreboard over the years and never really had a, a reason to call in but I just feel that a couple of points about uh, you know all this talk about Gerard making mistakes no playing the right formations or whatever else and there's a I don't know there just doesn't seem to be a lot of recognition for the work that Stevie Clark done last night and in terms of the way that he, he set the lads out and the first 20 minutes were a bit don't get me wrong when, when Rangers 
hit the post. Um, it could easily have been 2 nothing in the first, you know, 15, 20 minutes. But after that, we just found our way. And uh, I think, you know, in terms of Clark's decisions to play Jones, despite all the, all the carry-on about the hashtag and, uh, you know, all the, all the talk before the game about the plastic pitch, um, you know, see the end of the day, before, before Clark came in, we couldn't buy points uh, on that pitch. You know, we struggled on that pitch. It wasn't just, you know, it's fun to maybe teams not being able to play on it. They train on, they train on those pitches day in, day out. So it just seems as if Clark's not really getting the credit where credit's due. And uh, I think also, I don't know if one of you guys can maybe check the stats out, but um, I think Clark is probably out of all the managers since Alex Ferguson has probably got one of the best points ratio um, against the old firm um, since, since Alex Ferguson's days. I remember so going... the amount of games and points he's won, um, it must be close to Ferguson's time. Yeah, I remember having a similar thought last season in terms of Kilmarnock's points total against Celtic Rangers and, and how that compared. Um, where Alan, Alan is obviously spot on, results like last night, they're a big deal We've got a lot of Rangers fans In this part of the world But they can't It's not a surprise It can't be a surprise anymore Kilmarnock are two points Ahead of Rangers In the league And they've played The same amount of games You know And this is This is not September It's not You know We're midway through January They were the best team In the country In the last calendar year It It's, incre- it's, it's incredible and, the also, success. and also Gordon What makes it so good For Kilmarnock And I, I hope Alan was one of those guys That uh, I watched Kilmarnock on Saturday And a big section of Kilmarnock fans booed Jordan Jones We had callers on here saying That their Kilmarnock fans should never wear a Kilmarnock jersey Get them out, blah 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 I, I hope they eat their words now for for what they, they were giving the lad Because I thought that you know he scored his goal last night And went over and celebrated But Kilmarnock, you've got to uh, put in a recognition as well The fact that they've not signed them They've lost Greg Stewart as well. They've not signed them in the transfer window just now. So they went with the same guys, minus probably one of their best players, and they still turn over Rangers who come off a terrific result. So you've got to give all the credit in the world, not just to Stevie Clark, but to the players. And where Alan's right, Mark, is the, the pitch can't be used as an excuse because their away form's just as good. Exactly. So. Oh, well, that was a big talking point. You know, everyone moans about their pitch, but... Alan's completely right When they're going away from home now That that was always the thing For for me with Stevie Clark You know They're brilliant against Celtic and Rangers And people will argue Well it's easier to You know Get yourself up for those games Kilmarnock have started doing it On the road Away At teams that They should probably be beating now Because they're up at that neck, uh, That end of the table And they are doing it um, I mean Stevie Clark You wonder what he says to these players Gordon is spot on You look at Celtic You look at Rangers Aberdeen all of them are strengthening Hearts even You know brought the striker on Alright he got whipped off at, at 30 minutes in Everyone was rubbish He was rubbish <laughs> apparently But all the teams are strengthening Yet Stevie Clark Loses his best player Puts out a team With Chris Burke Who's a veteran winger And he still does the job right, big, big thank you to Alan Kilmarnock fan from Stewartson uh, Pleased to say I'm joined on the line now By Lee McCulloch Lee how are you? Yes, I'm good, thank you. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad at all. Uh, you've got a new job. Uh, congratulations on that. You're going to be involved in the coaching setup at Dundee United. How do you feel to be joining that setup? Yes, delighted. Obviously, 
Robbie Nielsen uh, with the track record that he's got in management, especially up in Scotland. I just seen it as a great chance uh, to go in and learn uh, for the management staff there. It's a it's a club that's been taken over uh, in a new regime, and they've got big plans. And I just I'm delighted to be happy uh, part of that. And I suppose there's a huge incentive there. Everyone knows the expectation level for Dundee United to get back into the top flight, and the the chance to play a part in that from a coaching perspective must be an exciting challenge. Of course, it is. It's a massive, massive club. Um, and it's it should really it's Scottish football um, and as a whole is missing it with the with the derby matches potentially uh, next season if, if it was to happen. So it can only enhance Scottish football. A club that size is really a Premiership club. So it's up to uh, the coaching staff and the players and, and the, the new board to pull together and. and Try our best to make that happen Now your two old teams meeting at Rugby Park last night uh, That's obviously taking a lot of the headlines as, as we were just saying there Results like that, as disappointing as they are for for Rangers I suppose they're no longer a big surprise, are they? Uh, big surprise I think with, when you look at uh, last year as a, as a calendar year Kilmarnock with, with a form team So you could argue it's not a surprise I think with, with the way Rangers have strengthened in the January window and after the old Firm game, where the way momentum was swinging in their favour um, as a team, as a club, the, the winter break didn't really come at the best time for them. So in that aspect, it's probably a, a surprise. But in the calendar year and the job Steve Clark's done, I don't think it's a surprise. So I'm answering that question as a yes and a no, as you can tell. <laughs> I don't mind that at all. Uh, Jordan Jones, obviously, been in the, the headlines a lot recently. What did you make of how he handled the occasion yesterday and how that situation's been playing out recently? Yeah, uh, I know him really well. It's something... I was proud of him last night. Uh, he's he's come in for a lot of stick after sending a silly tweet. He's still a young boy. He's going to make mistakes. But I think it shows there's still honesty in the game. There's still professionalism in the game. After I'm scoring a goal and running to the manager and celebrating with the fans, I think it's um, probably for a Rangers perspective not what you want to see, although you're, you're bringing them in in the, in the summer on a free transfer. But I think it's um, it just shows for the greater good of Scottish football there's still honesty uh, in the game. The other talking point, Lee, that comes off last night is, you know, Defoe and Davis because there's been so much excitement and now the result doesn't go the way Rangers wanted and we're hearing fans saying perhaps they shouldn't have been pitched straight in. How challenging is that balance for a manager to find? Yeah, uh, it's obviously a tough one. I think, in my opinion, uh, that team, midfield, the midfield diamond and the two up front are probably Rangers' strongest team, arguably. Um, and I think that's the system to get the strongest players going forward in the team. I think they started the first 20-25 minutes really, really well. I think the thing with Jermaine Defoe and Stephen Davis is they've not played a lot of first-team football this season, so it's going to take three, four, five games to get them, uh, even 90 minutes. They were never, ever going to play the 90 minutes uh, last night. The Cowden Beef Cup game on the Friday night, I'm sure it was, got called off, which is a hard one because you're, you've only got a friendly before uh, a very hard game at Rugby Park. So there's there's pros and cons to everything. It's just whether uh, the manager's going to stick the two up front or go back to revert back to the one up front for now. Um, and now, have you, have you caught your breath? I understand you've been out playing about five-a-sides this evening. We've not caught you at a bad time, have we? 
No, you're not going to I'm finished. There we go. I finished 15 minutes ago, so I've had time to get my breath back in. <laughs> Lee, Lee, sorry, sorry to disappoint you. You were finished 15 years ago, mate. <laughs> 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 On that bombshell, we'll say goodbye to Lee McCulloch. Thank you for joining us. Now, there is a, a serious point to this. He has been playing about five sides at goals over in Glasgow South. Um, this is to promote their Accept No Substitutes campaign for goals. I'm sure you've all come across a goals five-a-side complex um, in the past. Now, did you know this, right? Across the UK, in January, five-a-side players will burn 250 million calories. Oh, really? It's that time so of the year, isn't it? Everybody's trying to shift a bit of the Christmas weight. Oh, oh, oh. What many better way? Many of you burning. Yeah, Listen, what better way than to play a bit of five a size Now you can check out the Goals app You can join in a local game Even find a player at goalsfootball.co.uk And the reason I'm telling you that Is this Beat the Pundit With Goals in the Scottish Sun The SPFL and EPL Latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday It is Beat the Pundit time So you can come on Try and win a sign ball By beating Mark Wilson or Gordon Deal But just for getting through tonight We've got a great prize for you Courtesy of our friends at Goals Now the prize is this Two free games of five asides a week For the duration of February So there we go What's that? About eight games of five asides It's clearly worth a few quid Get your mates involved Just for getting through You win two games Free Five asides A week For the duration of February 0141 Normal beat the pundit rules apply Let's hear from you You only have until the news at seven o'clock Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Compensation. They know the score. Talk to Thompson's.com. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. So many talking points to get through from last night. We've been hearing from the likes of Brendan Rogers, Stephen Gerrard. Uh, we've had a look at the Jordan Jones situation, but there's so much more to come because we're going to hear from various managers who were involved in big results last night. So get your calls in on 0141 951 1025. Let's do this first. Beat the pundit. With goals in the Scottish Sun, the SPFL and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday. Yes, beat the pundit time. Gordon and Mark are standing by. The same ball is at stake, but just for getting on, Struan, a Rangers fan from Airdrie, has won himself two free games of five asides every week during February at goals, either Great Western Road or Pollock Shores Road. He can choose. Uh, do you like the sound of that, Struan? Are you a keen fives player already or is, Are you a keen fives player Or is this going to make you one um, I'm keen in the mind of playing and My body just lets me down I'm, I'm 37 now So I've just uh, I've just kind of a bit more rotund Now than I used to be so <laughs> Rotund I like that But listen There's no excuse But you're getting yourself Potentially eight games uh, Of fives at goals Just for coming on And playing Beat the Pundit So we'll try and uh, sort, We'll try and sort out That rotundness with you um, Beat the Pundit though I'm going to toss the coin Heads you're up against Mark Tails You're up against Gordon Diel And it's heads Mark Wilson Up against Struan From Airdrie Let me give Mark A bit of Clyde 2 In his ear So he can't hear us uh, And we'll get your time Up and running Struan I'm just wondering Have you played before? Uh, no, I've, I've, I've listened and stuff right, so yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll know the, the situation You've got 30 seconds You're going head to head against yeah. Mark You can pass Here is your chance to beat the pundit You ready? Yeah Which new heart signing did manager Craig Levine call rubbish last night? Oh, yeah, pass, I'll come back to that What year did Ross County last gain promotion to the top flight? Uh, 2004 Who used to play at Muirton? How many points are Kilmarnock ahead of Rangers in the league? Two John Rankin plays for which Scottish team? 
Air United Who scored a double for Celtic in the win against St Mirren last night? Uh, Oliver Burke Who won the first ever English Premier League 92? Manchester United Okay, doke Let me bring Mark Wilson back Are you with us Mark? Yes Right you are Same set of questions To you Is he trying Is Gordon Dale trying to play mind games With you as usual? Always, always. He always makes facials After every question Obviously I can't hear You've got to struggle Just yeah. have to look at right, his stupid you, face You can hear us now Are you ready? Yep Which new heart signing Did Craig Levine call rubbish last night? <laughs> I said his name as well Pass What year did Ross County Last gain promotion To the top flight? 2013 Who used to play at Muirton? <laughs> Dunbarn How many points are Kilmarnock ahead of Rangers in the league? Two John Rankin plays for which Scottish Clyde. team? Who scored a double for Celtic in the win against St Mirren? Oliver Burke Who won the first ever English Premier League in 1992? Blackburn <laughs> What do you I'm think? Man United it was, wasn't it? What do you think, oh, Stuart? <laughs> Struan, do you fancy your chances after hearing the competition? I don't know, the first couple, I, I, I don't know, I think Mark's beat me though. Oh, you're joking, In fairness oh, to Mark Wilson, it can be easy having you laughing at every answer. <laughs> <laughs> I said the Hearts boy's name as well earlier on. Right, let's go through them and find out. Uh, which new heart signing did Craig Levine deem as rubbish? Right, come on, you're chuckling away so in the corner. Tell us. Check. Yeah, it's David Vanacek uh, So it's nil-nil after one question What year did Ross County last gain promotion? Mark was closest but still not right It was 2012 Oh, 2012 um, Gordon, who used to play at Muirton? St Johnston It was St Johnston So we're uh, It's nil-nil Give both of my ball I hope Struan's <laughs> games of uh, five asides are a bit better than this uh, How many points are Kilmarnock ahead of Rangers in the league? It's two so there we go You both got it oh, One all One on all. the board soon John Rankin plays for Clyde. Clyde So Mark Wilson goes into A 2-1 lead It then became A 3-2 lead Because you both knew That Oliver Burke Scored a double For Celtic In the win against St Mirren And the last question Who won the first ever English Premier League in 92 Struan said Man United Mark said Blackburn And of course It is Man United Blackburn Struan has equalised <laughs> When did Blackburn win? 95 Did they? 95 like three Struan, here's the deal on the tiebreaker Be quiet for a second I'm going to read the question I'll get Mark Wilson to write his answer down I'll then invite you to give me your attempt, okay? Okay Right, here it is In what year did Dundee win the Tenant Sixes? <laughs> Mark Wilson to write your answer down, please In what year did Dundee win the Tenant Sixes? Show me your answer, please, Mark Wilson uh, okay, Rock Strewn, what are you going for? Uh, 1991. <laughs> oh, it's close. It is close. Strewn goes 91. Mark Wilson's gone for 1993. I can tell you the answer is 1988. Oh! Strewn wins the yes. sign ball. Good man, Strewn. Well done, Strewn. Well deserved. Thanks, well done, Mark. Aye. Great stuff. The sign ball's on its way to Strewn and. We hope you enjoy your free games of five asides at goals two a week during February at goals uh, either in Pollock Shores Road or Great Western Road. So go and enjoy that on us, Struan, and the sign ball is on its way. Um <laughs> Deal is delighted every time Mark Wilson gets beat. That's my first defeat this year. <laughs> it's your first game. You've got a hundred percent record. Oh goodness. I'll let Struan back in it there. With that man United one. You were only a couple of years out. Mm. <laughs> you were, you nah, were unlucky that, with that the first three Poor show right? <laughs> <Yeah. Barton. laughs> What was, what was Muirton, it? Muirton. Muirton. Yeah. St Johnston, you're joking Yeah 
Nah, no, I wouldn't have got that. Nah, nah. I mean, I, I don't remember it either, but I just know. Nah, no. I wouldn't have known that. I've known that. I would have said it. So, no, but obviously, I, yeah. but I shot me your football. Yeah, if you could. Right, back to the phones. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. That's the number you need. You can also contact us on Twitter at Clyde SSB. It's been a lively old show. I can't believe we're already um, halfway through it. What other results jumped out for you last night? I think well, Motherwell. At Hibs When you see the signings That Hibs made And gold and things And uh, you know Scott Arfield Still to come in But I just think When Hibs had to break And get everyone back Fit and playing I thought they'd be a real threat But hats off to Motherwell Because you heard You heard the manager Last week saying They needed a big The big target man I had to laugh at that When they've got Connor Sam and Curtis Main But the, the guys went out and did the job What a terrific goal That was from Turnbull To, to grab the win I'll tell you yeah. what the bottom, We're going to hear from Stephen Robinson A bit later on And Neil Lennon So if there's any Motherwell fans Or Hibs fans out there Please get your calls into us The other thing would be Not necessarily in this part of the world But Dundee That result would, at Tynecastle Totally shakes up the bottom of the table Gordon I was just got to say that Gordon I think the result of the night You know we always concentrating On Celtic Rangers and I thought Dundee going to Hearts Nobody would have fancied that. Craig Levine had to take off his striker that obviously Mark doesn't know after 30 minutes. What about that? He's rubbish. Why did you take him off, Craig? He because rubbish. he was rubbish. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. I mean, it's, that's, that's it. In a see, nutshell. see, the thing is, I've heard Craig Levine's pre seasons are up there with the worst. Never experienced them, but the worst in terms of running and fitness. And I read his comments saying that this guy was unfit and it looks like we're going to have to have a look at his fitness. Mm. And I just, I winced. I thought that guy's got. A couple of hard weeks Seriously though Is that Challenging for a player's character To hear that type of thing Or is it One of those Well you know You've got to respond To the challenge I think both I think you've got to show Strength and character With that criticism It's not easy to take Especially when Your managers come out Publicly It's okay if he goes In the dressing room Closes the door And has a go at you And tells you You're not fit enough But to come out And say it publicly then you've got to have great strength and character and then you've got to have the determination to say, I'm going to show you, you know, I'm going to make you eat your words. But whether a lad does it or not, I don't know, Gordon, but I tell you, to 30 minutes to get subbed, it's, I don't think it's... Has ever happened to you, Matt? No, never, never. No. Never, never. 35? <laughs> Must have happened to you a few times. No, because you, you never used to move. I've usually got two in the back end. <laughs> <I assume. laughs> you 30 wish. minutes. But no, I thought Dundee... The result was brilliant for them because it moves them off mm, the bottom yep. of the table and puts a lot of pressure on it, man. People are trying to let you off the hook because by the time Man United won it, of course, it was 93. It was the 92-93 season. I was just trying to be aye, quick aye. with a question. Oh, so, well, it definitely was Blackburn. the Blackburn, so I wouldn't worry about that. Oh. And it was <laughs> the first ever English <laughs> Premier League. So the question was... Ah, so Strain got it wrong? No, no. So it was still Man United. But, the first ever Premier League Listen Come on Just keep Don't tweeting in <laughs> Get a whipple anyway. Listeners right, Stuart is an East Kilbride He's a Hamilton Ackies fan um, Another disappointing mm-hmm. night At the office Stuart Oh once again It's not just last night The whole season And even the season Prior to that Have been shocking I've run before I'm going to repeat myself Again and again um, Martin Cunningham Story The guy just doesn't have it He's a good servant to the club Um Unfortunately, he's just seriously out of his depth. He's been there for four years now. Now, I'm all for giving people a chance in their job, but this guy's got a win ratio of about 18% over the four years. Absolute shocking. Um, so far this season, we've played 22 games and we've scored 14 goals. Now, if you only scored 14 goals, 
I would also let in 46 goals at the other end. There's only one way this is going to end. Uh, we're going down. The fans basically have turned against them. A lot of the season ticket holders now are saying, no, we're not going to go and watch this. The football is atrocious. Um, if we're playing a reasonable standard of football, you can see the players are giving it their all. You maybe think, yeah, we'll cut my bit of slack, but I'm sorry. Um, the players' hearts are just not in it. Um, we're going down. The argument is always going to be, oh, we've got the smallest budget. Well, I'm sorry to disappoint you guys, they don't have the smallest budget. Livingston, St Mirren, even Motherwell got a smaller budget than Hamilton. So, How do you know that, Stuart? Well, Stuart? I have seen these figures, and of course it depends perhaps on, on where they come from, but I did mm. see the, the figures published quite recently. I can't remember the source, and it did have Hamilton as having a higher budget than, than Motherwell. I, I, I remember. I, I, I think the, players, the players at the club, are, there are some good players at the club. I'll give you an example. Um, Eamon Brophy, Mikey Devlin, Lewis Ferguson. The players at Hamilton, they were, they were good players, nothing absolutely outstanding. They've gone to other clubs, they've got a decent coach at other clubs, and these guys have absolutely shone. You know, Devlin got a Scotland call-up. Brophy last night, they played under Canning, was pretty much useless. Um, last night, the guy was absolutely outstanding. If you get a decent coach, coaching these players... The club will do well. Sure, 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 Mikey Devlin presumably was good at Hamilton, and that's why he got his yeah. move to Aberdeen. And therefore, trying to replace players like that is is all part of the challenge, is it not? Yeah, I appreciate that. But I mean, Devlin was a good player, but nothing spectacular. But he's went to Aberdeen, and the guys he's really come out of shell. He's really starting to perform. Eamon Brophy again at Hamilton. His goal scoring record was terrible. He was a, he wasn't a good player at all. But again, he got a free transfer. He's went to Kilmarnock, who's got a really good coach, and he's obviously bringing out the best in Eamon Brophy. But this this does interest me. I mean, you touched on a good point there. I I think, you know, the players that come through at Hamlin and move on, you know, like Devlin, um, Brophy, I would even say he was a success. I thought times that i seen him at Hamlin, he looked a threat, he looked a good young prospect, might have not got the game time he thought he should have. I thought he should have played more. But he still came through the system at Hamlin. Lewis Ferguson, magnificent young player. He's doing it for Aberdeen, came through the system. And it goes all the way through. You look at the youth set up now. Uh, they're in, and I know the fans don't take it, you know, real notice of that just now because they want to hear now on the on the pitch for the first team. But it's a production line. And Martin Cannon oversees all that. Now, I, I just wonder what, you know, fans like Stuart, what, what would you class as success then for Hamlin? What, what would... What would you right. be looking for? They appointed Martin Canning. They wanted to kick on and finish the top six. Um, all Canning's done when he took over four years ago. The second half of the season, basically, if Alec Neil hadn't done such a good job, we would have been relegated that year. Uh, and since then, Canning has not improved the team one iota. The, We're going backwards the, all the, the time. To, the top six thing is, is unrealistic. But, for example, he won't play. He persists in playing, for example. Judy Emery. Now, all the Aki's fans can see that Emery is well, well past it. I mean, Canning just cannot seem to be... Uh, he just cannot see past Emery. I don't know why. Some really good young players in the side, he's not given them a chance. Gordon, how much longer does this go on? Because I, I'm not saying that the phone lines or Twitter covers everyone, but I am now struggling to find any Hamilton Aki's fans. And by the way, if you're out there, feel free to, to let me know. I'm struggling to see anyone who, who is... Still backing Martin Canning When it comes to this show Whether it's the phones or, or Twitter And everyone 
like yourselves, it's all you know. Always points out. Well, you know they're punching above their weight. They're staying in the division. They're losing good players. I'm not saying that's all wrong, but it's the same argument you keep hearing. The fans just don't seem to be buying it anymore. No, um, it's worrying times for Martin Cannon, the manager. Two Hold seconds, Stuart. I'll let you back in. I, th- I think it is worrying times because Stuart's um, not <laughs> alone with these comments, and um, they're giving Martin a lot of pressure and. Um, there's both sides to it for me, Gordon, because, you know, Hamilton, the players that they lose, we can make excuses. Uh, Hamilton supporters are saying, well, the type of football. To, to mention top six, I don't think is realistic, if I'm honest. I think to survive in the league is a terrific, um, you know, ambition for them. It's a terrific result if they get there and they're doing that because everybody writes mm-hmm. them off every year. But I don't think the board are the kind of board that they'll go and sack managers easily. They'll know the the situation. They'll give them these remit at the start of the season. But the Hamilton Fackies, uh, Hamilton Fackies, the Hamilton Ackies fans have certainly turned against them. Stuart? Yeah, well, I, don't, I don't see why we can't be top six. And as much as when Alec Neil was there, um, we were actually top of the league at one point after about 10 games. And when Alec Neil left, we were sitting, I think it was either fourth or fifth in the league. So again, it could have been done. Now, see, if, I, if I hadn't been for the work that Alec Neal did before he moved on to Preston, um, we would have been relegated that year because I think he's amassed something like, about, I don't know, about 25 points and carrying for the rest of the season only managed something like 8 points for the rest of the season. But the, thing think, about, sure. backwards, the fans are turning against him and the crowds are saying are going to drop now down to six, seven hundred if we're lucky. Stuart, see the thing to be And you're not wrong in what you say But the league was a very different league then, was it not? I mean, you relegated Hibs You'll know fine well that you know that they were gone Rangers clearly were a lot weaker um, And had their time out of the division Hearts were finding their feet again So if you look at those clubs now who, Whose space would you expect ha- Hamilton to occupy within that top six? Because at the moment It seems like Rangers, Celtic, Aberdeen, Hearts Kilmarnock have got them absolutely nailed on can Hamilton realistically finish above those teams? For example, Kilmarnock were absolutely nowhere. Now, Kilmarnock took a chance, possibly. True. They appointed Steve Clark, who's an excellent coach. And look at the difference he's made. You can say the same with Tommy Wright up at St. Johnson. And I can't remember the Livingston's manager's name. But Harry again, Holt. they're good managers. They're getting the best out of their players. And again, their resources are pretty much limited as well. So we're not so much punched above our weight. But I say, underneath the first team, we've got some excellent players. Under-17s, for example, they went last season, the season before, unbeaten in the league. Again, that's against teams like Rangers and Celtic. That's a fantastic achievement. Canning, I see, he's not giving these guys a chance to come through by persisting playing players like the Emery. I think you've got to have some experience the team, but there is. All right, Stuart, thank you for your call. Going to have to leave it there because uh, time is getting away from us. We do have a good full time teaser coming up next. That's when you send the questions into us and we try and catch the pundits out. You're looking for 10 players tonight, all from the sort of 90s to 2000s. That's all I can tell you. It's coming up next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. 
compensation. They know the score. Talk to Thompsons.com. Mark Wilson and Gordon Deal are here. Let's hear from you. A full fixture card last night. Talking points galore. Kilmarnock beating Rangers. Jordan Jones, Defoe and Davis, should they have played? Celtic's new boys scoring goals. Hamilton Aki's still struggling. St Mirren down there. Dundee <coughs> shaking things up at the bottom. And a good win for Motherwell, amongst others. So y- y- there really is no shortage of talking points. 0141951. 1025 Time for the full time teaser though mm, Looking forward to us That's when the listener Sends the question to you two And John tries Smith. to come up with Something that will catch you out We always give you between now And just before 8 o'clock Tonight's version Has been sent in by Alan Wright mm-hmm. So thank you to Alan If you'd like to join Alan And send in one in It's fulltime at Clyde1.com That's the address you need So tonight Can you name the 10 players That played for Rangers During 9 in a row Mm-hmm. And also played for Falkirk Fraser Wisher <laughs> Yes <laughs> Yes no Last up yeah, yeah. Yes Hope he's listening um, Evening Fraser Would you Would you call Oh uh, Oh Which field player that played Falkirk Hibs Rangers Latipi He played nine or No oh, Shut I'm hopeless Jesus, you. Jesus, your, your, your time frame's a little off Is it? Yeah That was a great guess But wasn't it? Well, well no <laughs> not, uh, not at all Dave McPherson Didn't he play for Falkirk Did he? No Nope No But uh, you get well, certainly, not, certainly not in, in, in this uh, in this criteria uh, You can play along At Clyde SSB on Twitter it? One thing that is guaranteed Is that you will nail These ten answers Before these two do And the beauty of the Full time teaser If you've got a problem It's Alan Wright's fault He sent the question uh, So we're looking for Ten players that played For Rangers During nine in a row And also played for Falkirk Hagen won Hold on Start again One at a time Children I, I, We'll go with mine Because it's right Neil McCann No <laughs> David Hagen Yes <laughs> Oh yes. Shoot that is I was just checking Because I did actually expect Neil McCann to Yeah so that, I think he coached there Maybe did he But Well Did he? Neil McCann not play for Falkirk ah, Mark Guidi yeah. I like Mark Guidi's style oh. He just texts in pro- Arguably the most difficult one And just says Will they get David Hagen one? No it wasn't David Hagen Easy. Right you can play along on Twitter At Clyde SSB uh, looking for the 10 players who played for Rangers during nine in a row and also played for Falkirk. Okay. Another goalkeeper in there. Going to need a stewards inquiry on Neil McCann because there's some of them coming in on Twitter. Let's speak to James, who's a Rangers fan in Alexandria. What did you take away from last night's game, James? Well, I don't think the shape of the team was its best, but the reason I'm phoning is I'm phoning to speak to Gordon Dale and Mark Wilson and I want to speak to him about Alan McGregor's performance, especially at the second goal. Okay. What do you think, guys? Um, I think for, I think for a goalkeeper of the quality, Alan McGregor, when he looks back on the goal, he'll be really disappointed. But take nothing away from Jordan Jones. Uh, he decided to have a go and it went in the back end. But I think uh, on another day, with the quality that McGregor's been shown since um, joining Rangers again, I think he'll be highly disappointed. But I don't think his defenders helped him. Uh, it was a poor ball by Kent. Yeah, you can have a go at him, but Jordan Jones is still a lot to do at that time. And Macaulay kept backing off and backing off and invited Jones to have a shot. And I think he would have been expecting McGregor to save it, but for Jones and Kilmarnock, I mean, in the back uh, of it. He should save it, no question about it. The quality keeper, Alan McGregor, is, and the wonder saves that he's made this season 
There's no doubt in my mind I should have saved that. As soon as I seen it, I was at Celtic Park, but I had a feed of the game when I was there uh, from the guys next days, and everybody in the press box was of similar opinion. He should have saved it, so he'll be hugely disappointed. Uh, James, what, what did you make? I take it that the whole point is you thought he should have done better. I mean, he's made a lot of good saves this season, though, hasn't he? He's been absolutely outstanding in Europe. But there's a few times domestically he's cost us. I can think of the last minute at Motherwell. An example And he certainly should have done better In the League Cup semi-final If you listen to Rangers TV Even Tom Miller says it Where's the goalkeeper? You know what I mean? Because that was a goalkeeper's ball All day long Four yards out In the centre of the goal And uh, I thought he could have done better In Boxing Day For Darren McGregor's header For Hibs it's not, And I'm just wondering If it's maybe mm. David uh, uh, Stephen Gerrard Should maybe do What uh, Brendan Rodgers has done And change the goalkeeper And I'm not saying He's Ooh. not a good goalkeeper mm. But Maybe bring in big Wes Fodringham James I've got, to, I've got to disagree with you there I think I mean Rangers have ground out some Terrific results this season And I think it's down to One Morelos scoring so many goals And McGregor making some unbelievable saves To keep Rangers in the game I don't think it's at the stage that you'd be looking to change Alan McGregor I, I, I think every player makes mistakes just goalies get punished for them Like we see in, in its goals um, That may cost your team instantly But I think McGregor's still a huge player for Rangers And if I was a Rangers fan I wouldn't be looking to change him anytime soon Gordon Deal, are you agreeing with Mark Wilson? Oh yeah, yeah I think McGregor's not like He wasn't he listening? I wasn't listening <laughs> 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 Every word he was <laughs> No I think uh, McGregor is still the top goalkeeper Yeah, I, uh, they're going to have Mistakes Gordon They're going to have Disappointment And I think that was One of them last night Because I think McGregor Even would admit himself That he should have saved it James you want back in Well I, I wasn't happy about it at all I thought as the game Mr. won We dominated the first 20 minutes I was doing there I couldn't even feel my feet At half time Let alone full time It was absolutely freezing Maybe that's what's up with McGregor Maybe his hands were well, freezing I was up with Joe Warren I hope, hope we never <laughs> see him again But we're getting worried About Notts Forest Putting him back I hope they do take him back And maybe to Gareth McCauley away I don't want to see them two in centre defence again I'll tell you that I knew I didn't even go to my work today I've been getting them, getting them at tight work for two weeks <laughs> no, you, you're, I did not even, even go to work today and uh, face them You're joking Do you work beside oh, Billy? I'm no joking Hold on I believe it A terrible result This is A terrible go- result This is the, the second have, the, have been, the have been doing well But I'm not buying that Rangers should be going there And running there attack them Two or three nothing So you genuinely didn't go to work today Because the first guy I thought Is this really happening Is he taking the mick And, and you didn't go to work either Because Rangers performance last night Ah because I got it tight I've been getting it tight since the Went back to work on the 7th 7th of January I've been getting it tight For the 29th of December game We're going to get the blame For so many people <laughs> Dogging work honestly He works next to Billy Oh this is incredible <laughs> Uh, listen, James, please go back tomorrow. It's just a game. James and Alexandria, thank you. 0141. Friday. Don't get back, James. Go back Monday. Uh, I can't wait till uh, Tuesday night when Mark Wilson doesn't come in because he lost it, beat the pundit. He lost it, beat the pundit on Thursday. <laughs> I can't go back. I can't face them. That's, enough's happened? enough. Goodness, oh He'd never goodness. be at work if that was the case. I mean, one, I was willing to write the first one off. I, I, was, I was a bit suspicious. Uh, James, I'm not going to lie. James seemed pretty yeah, genuine there. And- I rate uh, no, I don't think it's the way to go no. <laughs> I think it's a bad lifestyle needs, choice uh, needs people at work And by know. the way Gordon Deal and Mark Wilson Shouldn't really be lecturing you In lifestyle choices But no. Come on no. Days off work Because your team get beat ah, I'm not buying that mm. uh, Right What about the teaser Anymore 
I've got This is difficult You got one uh, But I'm terrible with years Kevin Drinkle Yes Good one Oh is that it? Yeah Alec Clell never played with Falkirk did he? He doesn't qualify That's all I know Why, why? doesn't Why? Why? Oh he's not on the He's not, on the, he's not on the list So I can't, re- I, can't, I, can't, I can't remember If he didn't play for Falkirk no. or if it's Gary, Gary Bowen the... Didn't he play for Falkirk Didn't he? No Hmm Yep Struggle Oh What about Oh mate Oh no, no <laughs> Go Go <laughs> Think they're wrong team We'll there. leave that there We're looking for 10 players That played for Rangers During 9 in a row And also played for Falkirk Mm, maybe McCall one? Yes Good shout Well done Right okay We'll leave that there Motherwell fans Hibs fans This would be your chance To get involved Give us a call right now We're going to speak to George soon as well But let us know What you made of the game Last night at Fir Park 0141 951 1025 um, Another big result Perhaps one that Not too many people Would have predicted Motherwell and Hibs um, Well I'm um... I certainly thought it'd be a difficult game, especially after the disappointment of getting out the Scottish Cup against Ross County. But I've got to say that, um, you know, just looking at the highlights, and for young Jake Hasty, I had it air, airy. Um, I thought he was terrific. I'm delighted he's got get his opportunity. I think he could go on to good things. He's a terrific mm-hmm. young lad, good player as well, bags of pace, set up the goal for Turnbull, another one that's coming through the youth. So it was good signs for Motherwell last night I think Neil Lennon will be certainly disappointed with Hibs The nature of it Mark A, co- a good few experienced players left out a Bit of faith in the youth as, as Gordon yeah. says A rare start for Jake Hasty. A brilliant turn and run A great pass to them mm. And another youngster who's been impressing recently In David Turnbull There was so much to to admire about that yeah, goal. The goal I think of You know Celtic or Rangers You know If that was Davis and Defoe Or Burke And where are that Linking up We'd be talking about it You know All night What a fantastic piece of play It was The turn Taking and Having the confidence To do that And then turn the halfway line But it's the way to pass And then Turnbull He knows he's got ability From outside the box Just to take that first time Terrific And what a what a big result that is for Motherwell. They needed that and that'll just, you know, boost the full place. Let's hear from both managers. Stephen Robinson first. I thought it was some very, very good performances. Our energy levels were superb, but also our quality. Hibs are a very good team, make no mistake. They're a very good team. On their day they can they can really put you to the sword. I thought we deserved the result. We'd done the basics really well, which we didn't do on Saturday. David is there's no doubt he's got real, real quality. Um the playing midfield, we've we've been on at him about not letting runners go and doing the dirty work of the game. So the pleasing aspect tonight for me was how well he done off the ball and stem of runners and being disciplined, you know, not being a luxury in the team I've said to him he wants to go to the next level that, that's the bits he has to add this game and he really done that tonight so if we get that level of consistency from then you know he's a really top prospect which you know, on top of we've got a lot of young players in there I think our midfield was was it, Alan was 20 19 um, David and 19 Jake Casey. so we've got a young young squad we've got more to come in it's putting them in at the right time and trying to keep their performance levels up Jake was excellent you know and uh, for, for 50 60 minutes him and Bolly I thought when we got the ball out wide to them they caused real problems and I think that's something we've lacked in our play and in our game you can see they do get fans off their seat they get people excited and for a young boy you know and his drive and his energy he's got no fear Jake's got no fear you know, and send him on loan to Alloa which we've done with Barry Maguire to, to Queen of the South I, I believe that it's the best thing for the development much better than reserve football and I think Barry will do the same as Jake come back and add another player to us so delighted with the young boys tonight well, I thought it was characteristic the fact that we good domination of the game particularly second half and field the score again thought that Motherwell had a good spell for 10-15 minutes in the first half well obviously we had to rejig the team with Ryan going off it sort of gave a little bit of impetus to Motherwell, and that's when they got the goal. But it was average from his first half, second half was a lot better, but we are 
lacking quality in the final third. Two or three great chances, not only to get ourselves back in the game, but to go and win it. And we're failing at the minute. Definitely the top end of the pitch is where we want to improve on. You know, we've had a lot of the ball, a lot of the ball, and we're not making the most of it, and that's a frustrating thing. At the minute, I'm not getting the feeling from this team we're going to score. This team in the past, have felt, yeah, we're on top, we'll score. I'm not getting that feeling from this team at the minute. There's a lack of belief there. Well, that's interesting words from Neil Lennon. He's not getting the feeling or belief from that team that's going to score. And that's something that we'd, we'd, we'd never have thought at the start of the season. I mean, Hibs looked like they could score any amount of goals they wanted at, at the beginning of the season. All of a sudden, they've just went off the boil. But they've added goal twos, looked lively. Um, you know, Scott um, Allen may come in as well uh, before the window that may help them Canberry's always a threat but it's it's worrying yeah, I think he didn't look at that and I went along for the second half Gordon mm-hmm. no one really cares what I think but I'm, I was surprised that he was so okay with the performance I I, I was expecting the was angry bad, reaction yeah. and listen you know we've got a, a Hibs supporting colleague in here he was at the game as well yeah. he thought it was awful I could overhear Hibs fans when I was leaving the stadium talking about how poor it was from where I was sitting they, they looked miles off it um, But Neil Lennon didn't seem I mean he, he's obviously frustrated But he felt they did a lot right Yeah I think it might just be the case of Gordon He just doesn't want to come out With the same You know having a go at his players It was a poor performance I think he's just trying to cover up a little bit uh, Everyone that I spoke to um, You know Said that Hibs were poor last night And Motherwell deserved their victory uh, He seems to be having a go at his front players Canberra seems to be the lad that comes in for a a lot of criticism and I don't know if that's a good thing once again managers and a lot of people like it come out in the public and have a go at the players years ago Gordon that was all kept in the dressing room Uh, 10 players that played for Rangers during 9 in a row and also played for Falkirk Kevin Drinkle David Hagen Ian McCall Fraser Wishart well we know one managed but I can't remember if he played Stephen Presley Yes, I thought you were going to miss that one, I must admit Good shout Here's the easy one I couldn't believe it Because when the minute we get Presley David Weir must be one I've no. got David Weir down there as no. well no. Alright, we'll get the rest of the no. answers And more calls from you next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Win the compensation you deserve Talk to Thompson's.com Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here uh, You know you know, we told you earlier that Gordon DL had a nasty slip on the ice earlier. Yes. Uh, We've received a poem in about that incident <laughs> from, from Poetic Substance He says The Dazzler admits defeat No spikes attached to tinfoil feet Schoolboy error No modification Played out on the Phone to his frustration The mushroom giggling from afar As the bulging slipped under the car Audience gathered Scores suffice First pundit to appear In Dancing on Ice <laughs> like ah, Very good. good stuff right, what He is good He is good What about the teaser uh, anymore oh, We're looking for good. 10 players That played for Rangers During 9 in a row And also played for Falkirk Who have we got? We've got Wisher, Hagen, Drinkle, McCall, Presley Was... Go. Derek Ferguson One yes. yes Yes I'm going to score it off my list Once the producer returns the pen That he stole from me Two seconds ago Because I was wondering Where that had gone Right Derek Ferguson yep. Derek Ferguson That must be nine We've got as well No <laughs> You're still four short Let's speak to George And Burnside Hi George How you doing lads Not bad George What's on your mind tonight How was you think Game last night I'm a Rangers fan But I think the, the credit I think I had to go to Look, I mean You, you can't You can't give um, Jones hard time for celebrating as much as he's going to be joining Rangers 
speak, the manager says, everybody else is still coming up for the new. Um, and it's been a funny show, I must say. Like, they're, they're, guys know what to work and getting filters for it. I mean, you've got to be honest, they, they set up to, to stop Rangers playing. I mean, Rangers had to play through the middle of the whole pit, the whole game. And for me, I, I think the, the, the team selection, man, I mean, if, if the four's not fit to play a full game, then why are they playing 70 minutes? What about this new sh- yeah? What about this new shape? Because George sort of said Rangers had to play through the middle, but that mm-hmm. that was I mean that was their own fault in a in a sense. That was yeah. what they, they were trying to do because they had a diamond. They didn't yeah. they didn't have wide players. Well, when you play a diamond, that's your strength. You you think you've got the players to play little passes through the middle, and you think with Davis and Arfield in there and Kent at the top of diamond, yeah, they've got the players. I just think Rangers are, are effective with Kent in the wider areas. Candace. I think his his delivery's been excellent and Morelos has scored a lot of goals off that. Um but, you know, lately McCulloch was saying on the phone, when you look at the strongest <coughs> or the strongest eleven and if you look at the midfield in front, that was that's probably Rangers as strong as it can go, midfield to front. So you can see what Steven Gerrard was thinking. He's got his new signings, he's wanting to get them all in, all up to speed. Pretty quickly And he's what he plays Strongest Front Six And the way he's thought of doing that Is playing in the diamond But A big pitch like Kilmarnock Have Rugby Park And it was slick last night And we had a wee bit of, uh, of Water on it That I just think Maybe Ryan Kent And Candace In the wider mm. areas With their delivering pace Might have suited them better George what about this weekend Do you think You'll persevere with the same team Or, or perhaps see The reintroduction of guys Like Candace I think that Ken Diaz should be should be part of it. Obviously, when he came on, he's quite fast, like you said, Kent as well. Um, but I think the most concerning thing is Celtic game. I mean, I only watched highlights last night, but look at that buck. I mean, he, he was doing everything good for Celtic last night. Every time he was coming to get the ball through the middle, um, laying half touches, McGregor missed a sitter, um, took his goals really much more playing St Murren. I mean, him could have been in that goal and he was still going to bag it. He looks quite a decent player. Um, I mean, listen. Some Rangers fans would say, "Well, it was only St Mirren at home," sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Not worried about that. Um, Still need knows? to find a way through. You know, St Mirren came four five one. Now we've seen how hard that is for teams to break down. You know, just packing the penalty box. But Celtic played particularly well. You know, they they came up against a tough system and they played through the lines. And Celtic have got players to do that. They've got players in wide areas. If they're struggling If everything's so narrow But they've also got players Who can pick wee mm. passes That's exactly what they did last night I think there's one missing From the teaser I was looking at a few tweets And mm. did a bit of digging around You would never have got this In a million years initials. So I think that Alan's left off uh, Deliberately Stephen Watson Oh Watson Yeah we know Played recent Mirren ah, Rangers and Falkirk Full back Stephen Watson Yeah, I can't remember But uh, anyway no. uh, So I can add that to the list And make it 11 <laughs> But you're still looking for another 3 Another 4, four? Uh-huh. Oh no what Oh um, The Ex-Queen of South man, Brian Reid Yep Where did you pull that one? Well done he, he came in training at Dundee United Years ago when I was a kid That's how I uh, Jerry's in Erskine Hi Jerry Hi, good evening, boys. Oh, what's on your uh, mind I tonight? I, I thought we'd have to sort of make a comment about uh, the Rangers game. Uh, uh, there was a lot of information that came from just the way the game panned out and and uh, Gerard as well. Um, I thought when when they scored so early, there was a kind of, sort of slight arrogance about the way they congratulated each other as if to sort of say, that's our new signings, there's the four scored after 11, 12 minutes. And uh, they thought everything else would fall into place. They never worked 
for uh, any improvement or uh, any more depth in the game. Um, and I think that um, Gerard, the way that he actually was slumped in his seat for the second half, I think he's, he's thinks to himself, I've got more work to do here than I thought. I'm interested in this body language analysis, Jerry. What was, what was arrogant about the celebration? It just what, what, well, Was it not it was just players fun. happy to score a goal? No, I think it was different from, from previous uh, opening goals. It was like, you know, the high fives and uh, that's us. We have now turned the corner. And the Rangers fans, Rangers and Rangers fans, think they've turned the corner about four times already this season. Now, the, the exuberance and the euphoria after the Celtic game was unfounded. You can understand if that was a culmination of a good bit of form. But the seven games prior to the Celtic game was two draws against Hibs, a draw against Dundee, defeats by Vienna and Aberdeen and, and uh, they scored after only three minutes against Hamilton never added to that and two late goals by Morelos um, for the St Johnson game so that was five out of those seven games they never won and I think um, Gerard's hand was also forced last night it was like a wee boy in a sweetie shop well I'm going to have the bonbons or the or the marshmallows and he played both and I think he knows that if he'd left Morelos out last night um he would have been in a huff and it would be very difficult to get him back out of his huff. And, and as has been said in the programme this week, the foes not going to swap benches. So he's now got a dilemma whether to return to uh, the, the previous formation or where he sticks with that because that's now a problem that he's got which I think um, is, is, is going to bury him. Again in the celebrations though, Gordon, I, I'm... I'm always curious about this is Even the celebrations against Celtic It was a win against Rangers' biggest mm. rivals Who they hadn't beaten in 12 games I, I would expect them to be overly happy To be honest Yeah, I, I, I don't know where Jerry's going with that I really don't um, <clears throat> I think Steven Gerrard put out the team That he believed uh, Formation-wise Personnel would go and beat Kamarnock And it backfired It didn't work uh, uh, Goals change games Obviously uh, 1-0 Rangers looked decent Morelis hits the post The fact is in 2-0 I don't think There'd have been a problem But the minute Rangers lost the goal I think was the biggest problem Now it's okay saying about Worrell And his mistake Everybody makes mistakes Steven Gerrard made a massive one against Chelsea But Nobody will ever say that he wasn't A top World class footballer He's made a mistake Joe Worrell made a mistake it was how Rangers reacted after that. They seem to have lost. They, they seem to have lost a bit of confidence, a bit of guideness. You think it'd be the opposite with yeah. Davis and Defoe as yeah, leaders I, I and the team to drag them through that? that. Yeah. yeah, but they just seem to lose their way, and all of a sudden it gives Kamarnock a massive lift as well. And we're all talking about the formations of Rangers and the Defoe's and Morelis's up front. I think what we're missing tonight is. Everybody's got to give Kamarnock all the praise in the world for the result. Yeah, that's the thing. Is that it's a very tough fixture. Celtic have lost there this season. Um, they've gone to to Ibrox in the past and got mm. results. This Kamarnock team under Stevie Clark, so they are they know what they're doing. Look at the league table. Thank you, Jerry and Erskine. Uh, any more on the teaser? Mm. Three to go. I'm stuck if I'm honest. Yeah, well, you're honest. Yeah. Um, right. it's more you either. This, so I'm, you should get I, them. I'm thinking. Of, I'm thinking of fullbacks and go. I'm, I'm thinking of fullback, but I think he was. A, he came from Alaba. Stuart Mano. Yes, well done. Did he not sign for Alaba? He's on the list. He played for Falkirk ninety five to ninety six. Right, so two to go. Stuart Mano, two to go. 
Um, have we got the Mark Guidi one yet? No Right what else from last night quickly What have we not covered off Another win for St Johnson Another clean sheet for Xander Clark Yeah They're ticking along nicely Under the radar as they always seem to do Well Tommy Wright just He just keeps churning them out now He's signed Michael O'Halloran as well It doesn't look like they're going to have any problems scoring But I mean defensively They, they just look sound A solid unit Another great result And I mean They just keep Proving that my tip at the start of the season is, is wrong because I said they'd struggle this season. Who's St Johnson? I said they may struggle this season. I had St Johnson in the top six and was laughed at. Where are they now? Fifth, is that right? I don't know. You tell us. Yeah, fifth. Good, yeah. good on you. Yeah. Just in case that comes up. Season's not finished yet. If that comes up and beat the pundit. Right, let's round off this teaser then We're looking for 10 players that played for Rangers during 9 in a row And also played for Falkirk You've got Derek Ferguson, Stuart Monroe, Kevin Drinkle, David Hagen Ian McCall, Brian Reid, Fraser Wishart, Stephen Presley Struggling mate mm, hmm? yeah. uh, Maybe clue time Are the, the goalkeeper there? The Mark Guidi one Right um, A very controversial character in Scottish football Oh! Mo Johnston Didn't even get to finish my club Mo Johnston There you go Mo Johnston played for Falkirk yeah. Did he? Mo yeah. Johnston Yeah that was the one That Mark Guidi thought You wouldn't get And the last one Yeah Right I'll just run through Some of his clubs He actually went Abroad And played In the likes of Switzerland I signed him I believe <laughs> I did get You signed him I signed him Who? Who? Never hurry a Murray Neil, Neil Murray, Murray. <laughs> Oh I did not get that You signed them And you couldn't even remember Yeah Oh what a gaffer for you Brilliant <laughs> Always yeah He's a real man manager yeah. Thanks for that Neil Murray That was the last answer So thank you Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson For joining me Gordon Duncan On tonight's show It really was A busy one So many talking points We'll get stuck back Into them again Tomorrow night from 6 in the company of your Friday duo Mr Hugh Evans and Mr Derek Johnson thanks for all the calls and tweets much appreciated as always we'll hear from you again tomorrow Callum Gallagher is up next Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, a team that gets results every week. Talk to Thompson's.com.